this morning we have come before you, O oh God. Speak a word to us. Let your word nourish our spirit. Let your word perfect every good thing that you have started to do in our lives. As your word comes forth, release your grace upon us. Give us a heart of gratitude. Father, humble us. Make us people who are sincerely and genuinely grateful for everything that you do. Release that grace upon us this morning as your word comes forth. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I want to thank God for the privilege to stand before him to give his word to you. Let me have Matthew 14, verses 13 to 20. Let me have the New King James Version, please. When Jesus heard it, he departed from there by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitude heard it, they followed him on foot from the cities. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. When it was evening, tell somebody, when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, this is a deserted place and the hour is already late. Send the multitudes away that they may go into the villages and buy themselves food. But Jesus said to them, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. Let's roll, please. And they said to him, we have here only five loaves and two fish. He said, bring them here to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down in the, on the grass. And he took the five loaves and the two fish. And looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave the loaves to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the multitudes. This is what I'm going to say here. I have something to give you from the Lord. It was not by chance that Jesus Christ collected the bread and the fish and gave thanks and then gave it to the disciples to go and give to the people. If you have been a member of this church all through January up to December, I came here to announce to you that God would not watch you to enter 2018 without what he wants to do in your life. God is going to make you full and satisfied through gratitude. Tell somebody Jesus Christ will not allow you to go empty. He will not allow you to go hungry. He will make you full and satisfied before you enter 2018. Please tell somebody this morning open your heart to receive for you will be made full in jesus name let's clap for ourselves it's a month of gratitude and i believe that we all know our uncle scripture by now luke 17 verse 12 to 19 is our uncle scripture for this month i'm not going to read because of time but um, when you talk about gratitude it's basically about the act of giving thanks. Attitude is basically the act of giving thanks. And you can only give thanks when you recognize what God has done or when you recognize the quantum or the quality and the quantity of the goodness that God has shown to you. You can only identify the quantum of the blessings of God when you sit down to reflect on all that God has done. 
Because when you begin to think back, you begin to see the value of blessings you have enjoyed. Tell you something, if you want to know how blessed you are, when you get back home, pick your tight book. If you kept a tight book faithfully. And look back, all, look at, calculate all that you had gave tight for. A tenth of all that you received. And ask yourself, how did I get this money? That is why it is important for us to always keep records. So that when we get to a time like this and you're giving thanks to God, you give thanks to God based on what you have recognized and what you remember. I believe that many of us cannot count the blessings of God upon our lives. Because when I sat down and I began to think throughout January, and especially after my birthday in August, all the challenges I've been through and how God delivered me, how somebody almost snatched almost 30,000 30, Ghana cities out of my hands from the bank, and how God caused me to take it back to the person. And I imagined myself, if God had not caused me to take back that money from the arm robber, where would I be by now? Because the money was not for me. So you can be grateful to God when you see yourself without the blessing that you enjoyed. Are you understanding me? Let me have Psalm 124. If, 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 it had not, if. When Bible says if, it means assuming or suppose that. God had not been on our side. Let Israel now say, if, assuming, it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have, this was recounting that if God had not done this, this was what would have happened. They would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters, hey, would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Ah. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. If, tell somebody, if the Lord had not helped you, where will you be? In the book of 1 Samuel 7 verse 12, it says that, and Samuel took a stone and set it in Mizpah. And Samuel said, Thus, this, thus, how far God has brought us. If God has not helped us, if he had not helped us, when we went to sleep, we would have woken up. Hallelujah. If sometimes we complain so much because we don't look at the other side, what if God did not help us? What if you did not receive all that you received? What if God did not come to your aid? What if? Hallelujah. I believe you can all recognize and attest to the fact that God has done a lot. Last week I said that even though we are not where we want to be, we are not where we used to be. Because Ebenezer, our God has brought us far. 
And tell you what, we are going far. Tell somebody we are going far. In Jesus' name. I'm preaching on a message entitled, Benefit of Gratitude. Benefit of Gratitude. Let me give you two reasons why God wants us to be grateful. There's a reason why God admonishes us or tells us to be grateful. There's a reason why God always asks us to give him thanks in every situation. Number one, thanksgiving is the will of God for man. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. Thanksgiving is the will of God for man. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In the book of Matthew 6 verse 9 to 11, we see the model of prayer, how Jesus Christ taught us how to pray. He was giving us the keys of heaven. Matthew 6 verse 9 to 11 said, In this manner therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. When the will of God, which is the desire of God, the plan of God, becomes the order of the day, you begin to receive that which you desire. Will is basically the desire of God. When we operate in the will of God, we only gain. Because God's will is always benefits his children. If we read the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, it talks about the plan of God. His plan is for us to end well. That is the will of God. Let God's desire for me happen here on earth. Hallelujah. This morning, receive grace to allow the will of God to be done in your life. In the name of Jesus. Tell somebody, gratitude is the will of God for us. So be grateful. Number two, the reason why God wants us to be grateful or to, be, to have an attitude of gratitude is that gratitude depicts or points out your nature, your nature as a person. Gratitude depicts or points out your nature. It shows the kind of person that you are. If you're a humble person or a proud person, your act of gratitude will give it away. I was watching a video online yesterday evening and it really ministered to me. There's this man who was on the streets because the end of year is approaching. He was just giving out, looking for people who are doing menial things, those who are selling bread, those who are selling leaves, those who are selling, and he's just dashing them. He buys your thing, and when he buys, tries to interact with you, and whilst he interacts with you, he just takes out his purse and then gives you a bunch of money for free. Take it. He's, he, he was going out doing for a lot of people, and he always gave to them, and then they, the first thing Nigerians do is kneel down and they touch the man's feet and thank him. But he got to this woman who was selling leaves, the green leaves. And then when he gave money to this woman, this woman was so grateful. She was, the way she showed her gratitude, this man took out her purse and gave more. She was the only woman this man gave more. It taught me that Gratitude depicts, it shows your nature as a person. A proud person cannot be grateful. Let me have Luke 17 verse 12 to 16. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And he lifted up his voice and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. 
And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Humility positions you at the feet of people. That is why a proud person cannot say thank you because he goes down on your feet. So proud people oftentimes, they overlook things. Everything is nothing to them. Oh, say it's nothing. They find it difficult to say thank you. Even when they know that you have done something for them, they, don't, they find it difficult to say thank you. A proud person easily forgets. They are so unappreciative of anything that is done for them, be it big or little. Hallelujah. But this morning I pray that through our month of gratitude, God will release a spirit of humility upon us. In the name of Jesus. Do you know what? Do you know what? The Bible says in Psalm 100 verse 4. That enter his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. The reason why God says we should enter his gates with thanksgiving. Is because you humble yourself to receive from God. Bible says in James 4 verse 10. That God resists the proud. And give grace to the humble. God resists the proud. So anybody who stands instead of kneeling before. Some churches when you go, you will kneel and kneel and kneel. It's an act of humility. Hallelujah. So the reason why God is telling us to be thankful or to be grateful to him is that it's humbling us. It's showing our nature what a kind of person you are. Based on who you are, the kind of person you are, it will determine how you receive from God. Hallelujah. Sometimes in church, we see that some people are so blessed than others. Why? Because they always come before the presence of God with what? With an attitude of what? Gratitude. So it positions them to receive from God. This morning, may God release grace upon us in Jesus' name. Let me talk to you about eight benefits of gratitude. I'm going to rush through because of time. Eight benefits of gratitude. Number one, gratitude makes you a content person. Contentment is someone who is happy and satisfied with whatever he has received, even though he wishes for more. He is not anxious for more. Sometimes you can see somebody who lives in an uncompleted house, but he's a very happy person. He's always smiling. And somebody who lives in uh, an estate, Chasako, is always unsatisfied because he's not content. He's always eager for more. Contentment is when you are happy and satisfied with your situation and you hope for more, but you're not anxious for more. Let me have 1 Timothy 6 verse 6 to 8. Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world and it is setting we carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. So it means that contentment makes you see yourself in the eyes of God, through the eyes of God. Contentment makes you see yourself as, I came into this world with nothing, and I'll go back with nothing. Oftentimes, we worry so much and become ungrateful because of the things we always seek for. But however your situation is, this morning I pray, may God give us the grace to be satisfied. May God give us the grace to be happy with our situation. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the reason why? 
in Nehemiah 8 verses 10, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to, the, to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. When you become a joyful person, God begins to perfect and complete every good thing he has started to do in your life. The joy of the Lord is my strength. So when you are always joyful, you are saying that God, I am grateful. No matter my situation, I thank you. So even though things are bad, you still are grateful to God. And you are not, sometimes you see some people and then as if they have been baptized with, a, with lime, fresh lime. I mean, squeezed one. They just poured it on your head because the whole world is smelling. Hallelujah. No matter the situation, listen, gratitude, when you have a thankful heart, hey, you know that all things are working together for your good. So when things are bad, you are always happy. You don't allow situations to determine your joy because your joy is from the Lord. Hallelujah. Luke 17 verse 19. Let me tell the reason why God wants you to be joyful all the time. Let me have the King James Version. Of this verse and he said to him arise go thy way thy faith has made thee whole listen when you are a joyful person you make the Lord your strength and God begins to perfect every good thing that he has started to do in your life because joyfulness is a state of gratitude anytime you are happy you are telling God, even though I know my situation is bad, I am still happy. Last Friday, I was praying with some people and the one lady said to me that my husband divorced me finally this year. But I still thank God. Because I know that God knows why. So I'm happy. I'm not sad, mommy. I'm not sad at all. I know my God is with me. I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not sad. And then in his own time, he perfects all things. Tell somebody, be joyful. Tell somebody, be joyful. Say, Father, through my gratitude, perfect every good thing that you have started to do in my life in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, give me the grace to always be joyful in you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me have Philippians 1 verses 3 to 6. It says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first, first day until now. Being confident of this. Being confident. Being assured of this. Everything. Everything that he has. Let me have the New King James. Please. It's easier to read, please. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ. When you are joyful, you are thankful. And when you are thankful, God begins to complete what he has started to do in your life. Number three, gratitude makes you a committed or faithful witness and follower of Christ Jesus. Gratitude makes you a committed or faithful witness and follower of Christ Jesus. Luke 8 verse 38 to 39. This is about the story of the man whom legions were cast out of him. 
to cut a long story short, let's read this verse. Now the man from whom the demons had departed begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away saying, look at verse 39. Return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city what great things Jesus has done for him. This man was telling of his experience, showing gratitude to God for all that he has done. He was telling and witnessing. Gratitude, I mean genuine gratitude, makes you a faithful witness of Christ Jesus. When you are grateful to God, it will not be difficult for you to tell somebody Jesus loves you. When you are grateful to God, you will not feel shy telling of what great things he has done in your life. When you are grateful to God, you look past what people say about you. When you are grateful to God, you can ride up in the car, and in a truck and tell, Hey, Jesus Christ loves you. This man was so grateful. And Bible says that he told Jesus, I want to stay with you. Jesus said, no. Go your way and go and tell. And this man went to the whole city. The whole, listen to this. We are about to end the year. In this month of December, listen, listen to this. If we want to do anything for God, if we want to do anything for God, it's not our money. It is not our money. Go out there and tell somebody Jesus Christ loves you. If you really want to tell God, I am grateful. I am genuinely grateful for all that you have done. Go out there and tell somebody, my God is so good. My God has done great things for me. My God healed me. My God kept me. My God will deliver you. Give your life to Christ Jesus. Listen, it is a festive season. But it's a season of witnessing because we, go, we tell God that we are great. Bible says that he that wins souls is what is wise. What is God after? God has not delight in our, in our gold, in our silver, in our rams, in our bulls. He does not delight in that. God delights in the souls of men, in the souls of men. If you want to show genuine gratitude to God, don't focus on what you buy for yourself and eat in your house. A genuine, grateful person goes out. I'm speaking to the maidens this morning. Please, this Saturday, what is happening? Be a part of it. Put yourself into it. We cannot pay God for what he has done. So we must go out there and tell the whole Klagon, Christ Jubilee, God has done something awesome in our lives. Give, give, give. Look through your things. Give your clothes. Give your food, rice, milk, whatever you can give. Oil, chicken, what? We are doing what? Showing gratitude to God. And we are doing what? We are witnessing. We are giving it out to them. To tell God we are grateful. Something is leaving our house. Please, when you, after church, go, through your, go to your bank. Cash money. Come and give. Go and buy chicken. Boxes of chicken. Don't buy one. Buy two. Buy three. Buy four. Because the air that we breathe in, we cannot pay for it. Buy biscuit. About one box, ten boxes. Come and give it to your children in the Clago area. Give it to them. Tell them about Christ. This man went throughout the whole city telling all the great things that God had done. He was witnessing. The second thing, let's roll. Luke 8 verse 1 to 3. 
Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings. Tell you what, Christmas is all about Christ. Don't take Christ out of your Christmas. Hallelujah. He said, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. Look at this verse. And the setting women. Say setting women. Setting women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Madeline, out of whom had come seven demons. Let's read verse 3. And Joanna, the wife of Chosa, Herod Steward, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their what? From their own substance. Gratitude makes you. They were faithful followers of Christ. Wherever Jesus went, these women... Their names were written in the Bible, giving them recognition of what they did. And others, Bible says, these women, amongst all of them, because they were all following him, but these ones, they were given to Jesus. They were always in the church contributing, giving, oh my God, listen to this, listen to this. Your gratitude will make you a faithful follower of Christ. And we know that all things work together for good. To those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. When you are a grateful person, everything that you go through in life, whether good or bad or bitter or joyful or whatever, whatever that you go through in life, you see God in it. You see God in every situation that happens to you. You see the hand of God. Hallelujah. So gratitude makes you see it. It's, gratitude is an eye opener. It opens your eyes to see God in every situation that you go through. When things are bad, you say, my redeemer, leave it. You will say, my redeemer, leave it. Because you know that he will help you. Sometimes we are blinded because we cannot see. Gratitude makes you to recognize, to see what God is doing in your life. Number five, gratitude removes anxiety and fear. Philippians 4 verse 67. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Hallelujah, somebody. So gratitude makes it removes all kinds of anxiety. You're not afraid of tomorrow. You're not afraid. Even though you're owing somebody, still you're not afraid. You know that you will pay by all means you pay. You tell yourself it is well with your soul. When things are bad, you say it is well. You know it removes anxiety because you are always thankful and thankfulness enables you to receive from God. So it makes gratitude a faith builder. Number six, gratitude makes you a true worshiper. Let me have 2 Samuel 6 to 14. You worship God from the genuineness of your heart. When you see what God is doing in your life, when you reflect on what God is doing in your life. He says, then David danced before the Lord with all his might. And David was wearing a linen effort. Let me have verse 20 and 22. The reason why David danced, look at this verse. Then David returned to bless his household. And Michal, the daughter of Saul's came out to meet David and said, how glorious was the king of Israel today, uncovering himself today in the eyes of the maids, of his servants, as one of the base followers shamelessly uncovers himself. So David said to Michal, it was before the Lord who chose me 
instead of your father and all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of, of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord. Verse 22. Look at this. Verse 22. And I will do even more undignified than this. Hey. Because, listen, I will be more humble in, your, in my own sight. He said, I will do even more than this because I know what God has done. Gratitude makes you a faithful word, follower and worshiper of Christ. Verse 7. Gratitude, which is also praise, is a weapon of warfare. Hallelujah. Gratitude is also what? It's praise and it's a weapon of what? Warfare. Let me have um, Psalm 9 verse 1 to 3 and then I'll read Psalm 75 verse 9 to 10. I believe you all know about the, the story of Jericho, the Joshua, Joshua 6, verse 21, how the walls of Jericho came down through praise. Hallelujah. When you're a thankful person, you're always praising God. Psalm 9, verse 1 to 3, quickly. I'm closing in just about two minutes. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. Look at this. He was praising God, thanking God. I'll be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Look at verse 3. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. When you begin to thank God, God puts your enemies to flight. When you're always a grateful person, you're always thanking God, you're always appreciating God in your heart, God puts your enemies to flight. Hallelujah. Lastly, number eight, gratitude merits you favor of God. Gratitude merits you the favor of God. And it connects you to healthier relationships and peoples in high places. Gratitude merits you the favor of God. And it connects you to healthier relationships and people in high places. First Samuel 18 verse 1 to 5. Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. And Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Verse 2. Saul took him that day and would not let him go home to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him with, as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. So David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. And Saul set him above the men of war. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Listen to this. There are so many times that he will always say that, I met this man of God, this great man of God through this person. I met this great man of God through this person. I met this person through this person. Tell you what. When you are a grateful person and you keep good relationship, the same people will connect you to people in high places, people above you. Gratitude merits you what? Favor. When you have, listen, let me tell, tell you what, do you know how to get the favor of God? Do you know how to get the favor of God? Smile. Do you know why? Because when you smile, wherever you go, people accept you. You don't know anybody there. But, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, please, I'm looking for a... But your smile alone will cause that person to give you what... That is how to get favor. Please, keep a smiling face all the time. Smile to people. Let's be on our feet, please. Tell somebody, smile. Tell the person, smile at me, smile at me. Look at my face. Smile. Smile to people. Always Smile. Because how you, how you relate to people will connect you to high places. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, through my gratitude 
Make me a joyful person. Remove fear and anxiety from me in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Just pray from your heart. Make me a joyful person. Remove fear and anxiety from me in the name of Jesus. Thank you for what you want to see in your life. Thank you. Oh, Lord, we are grateful to you. We are grateful to you. Oh, we are grateful to you, oh God. We are grateful to you. Lift up your voice and thank him. Bless the name of the Lord. Express your gratitude to him. For he has been good to you. In the name of Jesus. I want us to thank God Lord once again. We, are, we don't thank God because all is well. The Bible says, for we know that all things work together for good. Now one of the things that Thanksgiving does is that it makes the things that look so impossible to become possible. It makes God to come into your situation. So you are not thanking God this morning because everything is okay for you, all is well. But even in the midst of your difficulty, Lord, I'm still grateful. Sometimes me say in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, with a heart of, heart of gratitude, I want to say thank you. In every situation I find myself, I want to tell you from the deepest of my heart that I am still grateful. And I know, as I thank you, my situation is changing and it's becoming better. In the name of Jesus. One minute, lift up from the deepest of your heart. Express your gratitude. Genuine gratitude. Lift up your voice. Genuine gratitude. Genuine gratitude. Genuine gratitude. I know that I'm expecting certain things in my life. I've not seen them yet, but I am thanking you in anticipation to see them happening. Glory to God. From the deepest of our hearts, you know the heart of all men. This is not flattery. From the, the genuineness of our hearts, as a church, as a people, and as individuals, we refuse to take the happenings in our lives for granted. We stand before you today, and Father, we say thank you for your forgiveness, for your mercies, for your love, for your healings, for your provisions, for the open doors, for the favors, for all the coverings, for all the blessings that, Lord, you have shown us. We say thank you and 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 thank you. In the name of Jesus. If you had not been on our side, the enemy would have swallowed us alive. But thank you for the unseen victories, the unseen protection, the unseen mercies, things you have done for us that we have not even seen. Father, we thank you. From today that take away from us every words of ingratitude. 
every spirit of murmuring and complaining as if you have done nothing for us. Let this spirit and this heart be taken away from us in the name of Jesus. And give us the heart of thanksgiving. A heart of gratitude. That even though we are not where we want to be, but we are not where we used to be. You have brought us far and you have done a lot for us. Blessed be your name forever. Even for the gift of life. To be counted among the living. The air we breathe. The opportunity to even to open our mouth to talk. The grace to lift up our hands. The grace even to sit down. The opportunity to be able to lie down and sleep. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Thank you, Heavenly Father. From today, we refuse to take you for granted. We appreciate you on every step, on every good thing, on every blessing. In the name of Jesus. From today, nothing shall be too small for us for us to thank you. Every happiness in our lives will deserve a thank you and a thank you and a thank you and a thank you. Blessed be your name forever. We honor you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen.